The Dad University podcast helps fathers learn what they're not taught in school. We offer dads advice on parenting, relationships, and family life. We may not have all the answers, but we're certainly going to have fun trying. And we are back. We are back. I'm Jason Kreidman. I'm Alan Bush. You are Alan Bush, and this is the Dad University podcast, episode 276. 276. Can you feel that change of energy? I can. I, I, all I, the way I from had here. this low energy, and then all of a sudden we go on air, as they used to call it in the biz. Yeah. And yeah. the big light I'm goes full on. Full of energy. On yeah. It has nothing to do with the caffeine drink I just drank. Not the sheer amount of caffeine you digested. <laughs> no. <laughs> the fact that it's late at night and I'm this yeah. awake is a problem. Yeah. <laughs> um. So tonight's uh, episode, or today, or this morning, depending on when you're listening to it. Eight mistakes made by first-time fathers. Okay. You know, so, I mean, I have to say it feels good to have never made a mistake. Right. Um, Clearly. You know, I I know that I didn't leave the house without diapers, and then my child went to the – oh, did I say my child? Then the child went to the bathroom (laughs) all over the place, or I forgot to strap the car seat in, or – yeah. I put my son's clothes on backwards or, I mean, I, I'm glad I never did any of that. You know? um, no, we, we all make a ton of mistakes as first time fathers. And right. what I want to do is go over this stuff so that you can learn what not to do. And okay. some of these are maybe a couple of things I did and maybe some of them are not, I'm not going to say. Right. Um, but either way, here are some, some common things. Number one, buying too much stuff. Yep. So your partner might convince you that you can never have enough baby clothes or you need three different types of strollers. <laughs> you know, we need one for taking in the car, one for jogging, one around for the neighborhood, one for when we go over the parent. I mean, on and on and on. Like it's right. just all different yeah. ones. Yeah. And um, you might buy, I don't know, there's like bottle warmers, sound machines, video monitors, baby shoes. Like people don't realize that babies don't walk. Until I know. A it's age. like they, and, yeah, why they have baby shoes. It's so, so funny. After, that, like, sounds I mean, like a, that sounds like a, almost like a Jerry Seinfeld thing. Baby don't walk. Fancy bedding, bottle sanitizer. I mean, we can keep going. Um, we waste a lot of money on things that we think we need, but they're not it needs. Help. They're, they're I mean, wants. Well, and it's consumerism. You know, it's it's capitalism. That's where we're bombarded. Well, but these things really. are convenience. Yeah, I mean, that's what exactly. they are. Exactly. Like that's all they are. And a matter of fact, and, and most of it is is over convenient because you can do yeah. so much with a thing. Warming a bottle. What are you talking about? Just leave it uh, at room temperature for a little a while. Hot dog toaster. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because yeah. that's one of the most difficult items to cook. Like, dude, just um, throw it in a pot of water. You know? Right. So, I mean, here's the thing. You're going to need food, clothes, diapers, wipes, yeah. and a place for the baby to sleep. Like, that, sure. that's pretty much that's it. The fundamentals. And, I mean, I'm simplifying it. But I, I, I just think because we buy so much stuff as a first-time father, it's like we, we just we have to, you know, we have to sort of put the kibosh on this. So sure. here's what I would suggest. You buy the minimum. You buy the diapers, the, the bed, the clothes, the food, 
whatever. And then if you really need something or just, you know, you know, or you do want to make it convenient, then you can evaluate it a little bit better. But yeah. just because somebody tells you that you need it doesn't mean that you need it. And we buy everything in advance. It's like, you know, having this huge gift registry of a bunch of stuff that nobody, oh, but we have these things because Aunt Susie thought it was a good idea. And so now we, well, I, I should have used that money towards diapers because the baby really needed diapers. Yeah. You know, it's out like, of, you know, the, the 50 anything, people you on your registry, a, a 45 of them. A of money. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. then, and then reserve that. And then it's like, all right, use that. I, yeah, I've, seen, pe I've seen people do that, you know, where it is. It's just a donation versus like a gift. And um, so much of the time we just, we get so much stuff. And I, and I, I'm guilty is like, I recall things that were still in the packaging. Yeah. You know, still in the packaging as we, you know, our child became a toddler, we're like, oop, we forgot to use that. Yeah. Just because we had it, we were supposed to have used it, you know? Right. So anyways, um, number two, not accepting help. This is a big one. Mm. Um, you know, if you, if, if you have a child already, you know, if you've had one, you know, it, it's, it's hard. And or I should say people, when, when other people have had a child, they know that it's hard, mm -hmm. you know, they, they know that it's difficult. And so they may offer to help, help you out. And if somebody doesn't, even if they don't have children or they do have children, whatever, people like the idea of helping, like it makes them feel good. Yeah. And so if somebody asks, let them, mm -hmm. you know, um, you know, and I know when you first bring the baby home, like a lot of people just want to spend a little bit of time on their own. Like I get it, you know? Um, but just like you can ask maybe family members to stay away for a little bit, but when they, when they offer to help, let them. Yeah. Um, you know, who knows? It could be like you just getting a little bit extra sleep, you getting something from the store, uh, I mean, whatever, a meal. I mean, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It really, it, it, if anything, you're, you're allowing other people to feel good because right. other people want to feel like they're helping. And sure. I mean, if somebody asks and says, well, let us know if you need anything. Don't say that if you don't really need it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, I need you a know? ton of stuff. Oh, yeah, I have a list. What you, what do you, how much do you want of this? <laughs> Although it's funny. I do know a person um, uh, had told me about a, a, um, a, a neighbor it was actually a, a neighbor friend of theirs that would ask them for stuff all the time not a baby i mean just just kind of one of those things where they're like hey next time you go to the store can you pick up a can uh, you know what like like seriously you know they would just ask for stuff all yeah. the time yeah like, can't you yeah. do anything on your own you know right. <laughs> kind of funny I mean, that's the problem with being nice. I guess, you know, you have to say no a couple of times. No, and that's, yeah, you gotta, there's always that flip side, right? Where people you, will take advantage of you. The minute you give them the opportunity, they'll keep asking for things all the time. Right. right. You know? Yeah. Um, so just be accepting of help when people offer. Uh, number three, be empathetic. Um, I don't think this is a mistake for just first-time fathers. I, I mean, I think everybody could be more uh, empathetic. I mean, whether, you know, you have a partner that's pregnant, um, or already born, I mean, it doesn't really matter. Being empathetic towards your partner is important. And I think it's a huge mistake that we make. 
Um, you know, empathy is seeing things from the other person's perspective. You're, you're, you're putting yourself in, in their place and, you know, really feeling what they feel. And like, we can't feel what it's like or know exactly what it's like to carry and deliver a baby, but we can still try to see the situation from our partner's eyes or put ourselves in their place and understand how difficult it is. And, um, you know, part of being empathetic is, is verbalizing it. You know, and so when your partner says, hey, my feet hurt, you know, instead of just saying, well, why don't you put your feet up, you know, mm -hmm. or hey, if they hurt, you know, put your feet up. Like right. an empathetic person would say, wow, I can't imagine how it would feel with swollen feet. I'm really sorry, you know, that you're feeling that way. You don't even have to solve the problem. Right. You're just, you know, you're picturing how it would feel if you had swollen feet. It just wouldn't be that comfortable. Yeah. You know, and so that's what empathy is really about. It's just kind of acknowledging and hearing the person and understanding what it is that they're going through. Again, mm -hmm. you don't need to solve their problem. They're, you know, she may be just complaining, but her feet hurt. She's not asking you to solve it. I mean, unless she's asking you to massage your feet. Right. Um, so just, yeah. Being empathetic is, is a mistake, I, I think, or not being empathetic is the mistake. We just, we just not oftentimes. Uh, number four, thinking that you should bond with the baby right away. Um, I know personally that when my son was born, our first child, I thought I was going to feel this like amazing connection. And part of that was is because my wife kept on talking about how amazing it was with mm -hmm. him inside of her. <laughs> and... Well, I, you know, and I didn't feel that connected during the pregnancy. Um, and I, you know, the birth was incredible. It was very emotional, but I didn't feel that bond right away. You know, I didn't, I, there was something about it that I just, I, I was trying to make sense of it. And so it took me a couple of months to actually start feeling really connected to him. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, my wife bonded before he was even born. You know, exactly. She felt growing totally in. connected him. Yeah. And I realized too, like I didn't spend nearly as much time with him as she did. You know, sure. She already had the, the, the time when he was in the womb, but then she took time off. She was with him all you know, the time. I took a little bit of time off, but I was back at work pretty quickly. Um, and so we, you know, we had made the decision for my wife to not work for a bit. And then she went back like really part-time, but she just spent so much more time with him. And so she, she got a chance to bond with him quicker. And I just, I remember feeling like it was really hard to accept that. Um, but as I spent that more time, I, I was, you know, I bathed and feeding and playing and it's like, all of a sudden I started to feel that bond. And, and so I think that it's very common for first time fathers to think that they're going to bond right away, that they should feel this special, amazing thing. And it just doesn't always happen. It can right. take time. Yeah. You know? How'd you feel? Um, same thing. I think there was a little bit of a, 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 I would say a hesitance, but I don't think that's the right word for it. Um, but it was just, yeah. it was, it was strange. It was it's a strange, it was strange yeah. time, you know, it, it, I, for among many other reasons, it was just a lot of strangeness in my head going on about who this little being is. <laughs> and, um, I think I'm bonding more now. Pretty clear. She was yours. Yeah. 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 But, but, yeah, see but, that. 
hopefully <laughs> no no yeah. for real she is but um but but it was um but that that part of it became um i think later i started understanding how i'm connected to her because she was yeah um, starting to relate to me a little bit more i was starting to be able to uh, interact with her more when yep. she's and we were just born like you said they have more of a bond with the mom and they rightfully should i they didn't don't do anything. much either right they just kind of <laughs> sit there and i'm like and that's fine i'm totally like that totally makes sense to me i'm like it didn't bother me at all actually i was like i was in my own space trying to figure things out but yeah like, see it bothered older, me it didn't bother me yeah. at all I don't, I don't i'm like dude i know this is gonna happen because it it makes it just makes logical sense Well, that's to me. because i told you well, possibly. <laughs> and I've been doing the show for three years, yeah. five years, whatever. How long yeah, you maybe it. expected it. I mean, the, the, you know, the 11 years ago. Under my belt. No, 11 but it was, years uh, ago, I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. But I do think that there was some part of me that expected that um, the, the bond wouldn't, A, wouldn't happen right away. B, logically, we'd be more bonded because the person, this little being is growing inside of your, of, of the other person. So she's going to have a more nat natural bond there as we get older. Um, then it becomes more of a uh, you, then you can interact and she sees who you really are and so it's right. a and then that becomes like you know like, like I said I spent an hour and a half chatting with her you know? yeah it just and, and she wasn't talking except made noises you know right. but she was interacting with me and showing me little sign language things she knows you know <laughs> that's rad yeah um, um, all right number five calling it babysitting that is a mistake. Um, you are the father. You don't call it babysitting. Oh, I thought you meant like calling it babysitting in general. No, it's called parenting. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, it's called raising um, your child. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, you, I've heard men say like, sorry, I have to babysit. <laughs> yeah, you don't, you don't ever say that. Yeah, and it's kind of rude. My hypothesis of why they would say that is that he really doesn't feel like it's his responsibility to watch his child. Like there's yeah. a part of him, he actually thinks it's more, it's his wife's responsibility. And right. so it doesn't really matter, you know, what, why you say it, just don't do it. You know, I, I think it's a mistake. Um, watching your own child is never called babysitting. Sure. I don't think I need to elaborate on that one. I think that one was pretty clear. Pretty self-explanatory. Uh, number six, comparing your baby. Um, we men often try to one-up other guys. You know, we try to, we're always comparing ourselves and things we have and everything else. And babies are no exception. Um, I think, you know, we look at growth charts and percentages and say, you know what? My son's 95th percentile, <laughs> you know? And, uh, oh, well, great. Mine's 98, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, we, we, we like to compare the height. There's only two the kids that are bigger than my baby. Right. <laughs> and we just, we have this weird it. thing about comparing. And it's funny. I think we actually do that until, I mean, they're adults, you know? So just stop comparing your child. Uh, love the child you have, not the one you want. That's a Absolutely. good saying. Yeah. And, um, but you know, where, where I'm going with this is that it's just, it's, it's normal that we compare and that's not a good thing. Um, it's a mistake. So children develop at, at different speeds. You know, your child is unique. Um, you know, you want to be aware of anything that's like drastically abnormal, but just try to avoid it, you know, yeah. try to avoid comparing. I mean, you know, you don't, if, if your child doesn't, walk at a certain time or roll over at a certain like it it's okay yeah like it's gonna be okay 
and you just you don't want to be comparing your baby to anything so I mean, they just, they give these things as guidelines, but obviously if you've taken them to the doctor and there's some real severe problem, okay, look into it. I don't want you to be neglectful, but sure. Um, Cause that's, that's the other part is sometimes as dads, we are a little bit naive into seeing problems, you know, and mm-hmm. we don't want to admit that there are problems, but that's another mistake that I didn't put on here, but um, now you did now. Well, that would be number nine. Uh, number seven, taking things personally. So your baby might cry when you pick them up, mm-hmm. him or her. Um, you might be unable to soothe them and they'll start crying, you know, or when they are crying. And you feel like your child actually just doesn't like you mm-hmm. <laughs> or they're out to get you or, you know, they just, that they're not, they don't love you in some way. And that's just not the case. Like, it's just not the case. It's a common problem. But so we as dads take these things personally. And I know for myself, um, there's no question my son was more calm when my wife was holding him. He just yep. was. And so, and so was she. I mean, she was more calm than I was. Yeah. And, you know, she would hold him more often. She was more calm. He probably was more comfortable with her. And yeah. that, that's the truth. And, and I just can't take that personally. I just had to spend more time with him until we were both comfortable. Sure. You know, she was the one who was spending more time with him. So, of course. And so it, it just realize that it's not about you. You know, the baby is learning to survive in this world, just trying to understand its surroundings. And we, we just funny because as guys, like we think everything's about us. Yeah. You know, and it's not, it is yeah. not about us. And um, you know, that, that little thing is just trying to make it all make sense. Yeah. You know, a lot of information to digest here. Totally. Um, and then number eight, thinking that you need to be perfect. Um, you, you don't need to be a perfect parent to be an awesome one or a perfect father to be an awesome one. You know, these are all mistakes. We all are going to make them. Um, and so you just have to realize that, you know, parenting and being perfect just do not go hand in hand. Yeah. It's just, that's, that's the way that it is. And, and making mistakes is part of the process. You've got to give yourself a little bit of a break and just know that they're going to be inevitable. You know, we, we, we want to learn from them. We want to try not to repeat them. I mean, mm. that's a bad thing if you're going to, you end up repeating the mistake. Um, but being a perfect parent, it's, it's just, it's impossible. And so, you know, I just say, don't make the mistake of thinking that you need to be perfect and yeah. you can't beat yourself up over it. So, right, right. Um, I mean, I, and I think you will agree. I mean, being a first time father, it, it, it is absolutely an incredible, an incredible experience. It's an amazing journey. Um, the problem is, I think too, is that we just don't enjoy the journey as much. I mean, you're so in the thick of it, Yeah. you know, right in the beginning. And I can tell you that time goes by so fast. Yeah. And if you don't enjoy the journey, you're going to miss out on a lot of, of a lot of things and some wasted and have some wasted stress along the way. No question. Yeah. Yeah. You know? You've got to remind yourself to enjoy the journey. And I, and I have to do that all the time. Yeah. You know, it's not the destination. It's the journey. My mother used to always say that. Sure. Um, so if anybody has any feedback, I'd, I'd love to hear your comments, feedback, thoughts, whether it's mistakes that you've made as a first time father um, or any advice that you'd have to other first time fathers. If Alan, they have any feedback, comments, questions, what should they do? They should email us podcast at dad 
make sure you hit us up on all of our social media channels or even just one of them. Dad University, Dad Univ is usually the case there. Uh, please go to the YouTube channel and check out the videos that Jason's putting up there. A lot of great information there. Subscribe to that. And if nothing else, please go to the podcatcher that you're listening to us on now and hit subscribe and then hit five stars and then hit a thumbs up and then leave a comment saying all the things that you did and how much you hit things. And we will be there to appreciate that. And if you can share with your friends or at least do all that, it really helps perpetuate the show. Awesome. Well, as always, Alan, thank you. Thank you. And we will see you next time. See you next time.